0: So, welcome to Karate Without Belts. Um, Today is going to be a little bit different. Marty, unfortunately, will not be joining us, but I'm wearing a New Zealand uh, hoodie to commemorate him. He's probably sleeping right now. I am joined by Jimmy Taylor. How are you doing, Jim? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Today, we're going to interview Jimmy and just kind of talk about his life and his experience. Um, Jimmy, anything you want to say in terms of like an introduction for yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not uh, like to see where this goes. You know, yeah. We'll see.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, um, where where would you like to start? Because um, I'm interested. So like, what's your first memory of karate? Because you grew up in Okinawa, right?
1: I grew up in Okinawa, so, like. that that question is kind of confusing a little bit to me when you say my first memory of karate well karate probably from what you guys are thinking to what I'm thinking might be two different things okay so what my I, I guess my first memory is probably my mother um with the odori dancing and stuff like that um probably that's probably my first memory of the martial arts right um of karate so yeah and then it's, it's just strange it's just growing up in that whole environment like that you don't have you can't put a specific timeline you're just born into it it's like somebody that's i don't know um that's born into you know baseball what right. what you know when your family's been doing baseball for for a jet for generations and generations when's the first time you were exposed to baseball you know you don't know it's just it's It's always always, it's always been been there there. yeah was
0: um was that always a strong part of your mom's side of the family was that like something everybody had always done or just kind of like the guys or is it just everyone was doing it? um no i mean in my side of
1: the family the Chinan side of the family we're actually both sides my grandmother's side is uezu and my grandfather's Chinan,
0: right.
1: so which is related, we're related to Chinen, um, uh, and then Angi Wez, who's on on my grandmother's side. So, yeah, it goes back generations and generations. My grandfather, obviously trained and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's always been around. It's it's not, it's it's you know it was, it was always there.
0: Okay, and so that was more just. Woke up, went, woke up, went to school, came home, people were doing karate, did karate on the weekends.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, it's like I said, it's a whole different lifestyle over in, in Okinawa when I was a kid. Um, celebrations, you go to parties, somebody's doing demonstrations, my mom was dancing. Um, you go to festivals, you go do this, you've always seen it, it's always been in the village, you know right. what I mean? Uh, during certain celebrations, it's performed out in the streets, it, and, and it's always been like that. Um so that's that's how that was.
0: And so that was it, that was just kind of ingrained with what was going on there at the time. It wasn't so much there's something down the st- street like at like um, like at a mall like a shopping mall or something like that like we kind of think no but here um, it's not seen it's just seen as regular. Yeah,
1: it's it, it's a whole yeah, it's totally different. Now remember there I mean it's it's changed now, but right. back then, um, you're talking about 70s and 80s kid there, I don't even think there was a, even kids classes, you know what I mean if if there were it was just mainly the kids were brought in and were put to the side of the dojo like I was and um, one of the other students would tell us to go do my getties for for you know most of the class and then, Yoko Gettys, the next time we come, you know, the side kick, the front kick, and the, or just do our stances up and back. It was very, um, I guess, what everybody else would be considered boring, routine, and right. stuff like that. It was just over and over. And we never said that, you know, we never questioned it. That's what we did, and you just did it. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's different over there.
0: Was it more like everyone still had a gi and everyone still went in to do it? Or was that more kids were just coming on the street? Oh, no, no. We, no.
1: Out of respect, you always had the, you know, the karate gi and stuff like that. Um, Belts. Belts were a little bit... I I, I don't think that... I don't don't remember. I never got a certificate, so we never... Kids weren't ranked. Right. Um, So, but we always wore a white uniform. Um, I, I, I don't, to tell you the truth, I don't really remember being, going through a promotion or anything like that. It, it, um. And, and maybe I did, I, I just don't, re, you know, remember. But yeah, you always wear a karate gi and it's, it's very common um, where I think over here in the United States when someone sees a person wearing a gi or carrying a gi, it's kind of, uh, might be odd to them right we're over there it's like um it's it's normal you know what I mean it's like somebody coming home from school with a football you know with shoulder pads not wearing the shoulder pads but carrying their baseball and gloves and stuff like that that's how it was it's very it's the, the culture is very different
0: right so, you,
1: so I'm trying to paint this picture <laughs> I'm trying to go no, it's back all right. in time no, it's all and all right. uh um so yeah I'm trying to
0: what was Okinawa like, because um, yeah, your mom's Okinawan and your dad's American. What was it like kind of growing up between those two kind of cultures, having them, were they, did they mix well? Did, was there any sort of like maybe misunderstandings between your mom and your dad? Um, between culture, was language a little mixed up? Now, well, Japanese was
1: my first language. Right. Um, so... That question is... And again, it's a little confusing because I've only known... As a kid, you only know what your environment is. So the Okinawan culture was there as part of me and my family and stuff like that. I thought I knew the American culture. I don't think I really understood the American... Oh, I know I did it because I didn't realize the true American culture until I moved to the United States. I always thought I had this concept of american culture because my father's american but um living in okinawa especially with my mom's side of the family it was always i was always around my grandparents my cousins and stuff like that so i was surrounded by that okay. you know what I mean? and it always felt a little bit different because i was half but my vision my thought i guess back if if i'm thinking about i you know my interpretation of American culture is what I saw on TV. Right. You know what I mean? It was like that. So, which, it, it, you know, when I came here, it was obviously a big culture shock to me, you know. And that's why I went through... And that's another story. I went through a lot of depression and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and uh, yeah, it's, that's a whole different story.
0: Yeah, coming here, coming, uh, coming here can definitely be a big shock from, I guess, I guess coming from Okinawa. Well,
1: y- yeah, because um and, I, and if i'm getting off topic just hey, pull me back in but i mean boring. we're and again Okinawa is a small island everybody understands knows but you know my family's over there i grew up with my grandparents my cousins were running around and um my grandfather was living on in in uh in a village right so that's who I knew who family was. When I came to this country, I um, was in between junior high and high school.
0: Right.
1: So, um, it, 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 you know, my personality, who I was, is already developed.
0: Right.
1: And now I come to this country right before high school starts, and I meet these strange white people. I shouldn't say white because I'm halfway, but white people, American people. Right. And now my parents are, or my father saying, oh, these are your grandparents. Well, to me, they're strangers. I didn't know them. So I went through a big depression. You know, I, 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 I I stopped eating to the point that they actually had to send me to the you know, hospital and, 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 and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was tough. It was very tough. You know, everything was so big over here and right. stuff like, so that's what I'm saying. So what I thought of American culture and I thought I was, you know, I knew it. I didn't know anything. You know, it was a big culture shock, you know, as far as that goes. Exactly. And the only thing, I'm sorry, yeah, the only thing that kept me sane, is that the right word? Like kept me sure. on the right, was constantly going to the dojo, training, train, because that's the only place that I knew what was home. So even coming to this country, um, the, only felt, the only place I felt like I was back in Okinawa again or home was in the dojo. So be... Because going back, that's my whole family's life. You know, um, you know the the Okinawan family's life.
0: That's, I mean, that's I'm, that's a lot of what we talk about in the podcast too. Is like people find their like mental, you know, they they can release and kind of go go to a dojo to kind of get away from the stresses of life. But even for you, it was almost like going back home.
1: It is definitely going back. It wasn't as far as. Yeah, it was. It wasn't as. Yeah, it's definitely going back. To me, it was like going back to Okinawa every night. I go to the dojo. I spend a lot of hours in there. Right. You know. Um. So yeah. So I would just immaturely just think. You know. I'm in the middle of Okinawa again at a dojo, that I could. You know what I mean? It's just. It just felt like that. You know what I mean? So it was a stress for that. Like right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Was
0: that. that- When you came at that time, and I guess as you've grown up and kind of seen the changes over time, what did you notice that was most different between the Okinawan dojos and the dojos over here? What did I
1: notice the difference between Okinawan dojos and the dojos in America here? Um,
0: Hmm. I mean, other than demographics. Yeah.
1: Um, Obviously, the teaching... um, you know, it's kind of funny because I, I I I didn't realize that karate could be taught in English. Right, <laughs> I mean, right. Like, to me, I guess that was kind of funny sounding at first, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, you have people count, even something as simple as counting, you know what right. I mean? Um, calling a uh, sotouke uh, uh, a middle box. You know what I mean, or a front kick, a Getty. You know what I mean too. I, I guess that's a big uh, uh, to me. I felt a little bit funny stances, um, the terminology. Um, so you know, I felt that was kind of weird belt ranking. You know, the the way it was so commercialized right. um, was very strange to me, um, and. Yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's definitely different. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's um, it just more commercialized. It wasn't. You know, I couldn't believe how much money their people are charging and this and that. It was just right. to me. It was. It was kind of crazy as far as that goes.
0: Do you think that has cha- that kind of has changed away from that? Has gone more towards. Because that's interesting to hear because nowadays it seems like more people are trying to be more like use more japanese inside of what they're doing or at least trying to or do you think that's kind of changed in any sort of way or do you think that's gone back or is it just kind of remained the same what do you mean
1: here in the united states yeah you're you're saying that you feel that most of the dojos are using more japanese
0: terminology um some are i, def- I definitely know there was a point where some were using English, and then they try to switch over to Japanese, and then you get a lot of people who maybe don't understand the culture or even understand the pronunciation. So they'll say like "onagushimas" and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just kind of goofy. Yeah, without really having much knowledge um, of the culture.
1: You know what? I guess you might you might have a better sense of that than I do because um, you know because when i train or teach i i don't go visit a lot of different schools so when i it's always been the way i did it or you know what i mean so um you you might have a better experience as far as seeing that i mean i i know what you're saying because i did meet a couple people that in our association and stuff like that that they would be saying certain things i had no idea what the heck they were saying you know what i mean they're like you know um even some of the katas that they were calling, I, I, I had no idea what kata they were calling. They're, they're calling, uh, you know, like pinan shodang. They they would say, uh, I, I don't even you know how they would say it, pinan uh, or pin? Like, like they would use a weird word, like a, you know what I mean? Or like,
0: something. Or yeah,
1: it, it was, you know, it's, you know, that's kind of strange as far as that goes.
0: Yeah, i I've, I... Because it's coming from an American context, um, or there's always kind of a sense of trying to get to the real thing.
1: Yeah, which is not bad. I mean, that's yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but but it was just you know it, it's it's you know sometimes I got confused and I didn't know what the heck they were talking about. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. You know?
0: I, and definitely coming from where you were coming from over, and then coming over here, and then suddenly it's the same, but not quite the same. I suppose, like, like, you're doing your training, but then other people, you know, they're they're pronouncing things in a different way. They have. Oh yeah, it.
1: and believe me, I'm picking up bad habits too now. I mean, I've been over here a long time now. That right. you know, instead of calling like shinto, uh, I, I would say Shinto because I'm so yeah. used to all the American people going Shinto. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and then and now, I'm catching myself going, "Wait a minute, it's not Shinto, it's shinto You know, or or. You know what I mean? Instead of, um, um, what they, how would they say? They would say, well, I don't
0: know. I've heard people be like, Nai Yeah, or
1: something like that. You know what I mean? So I, I, I mean, I'm falling into that category too, where I rush myself and I'm hearing, I'm around, you know, um, I, I shouldn't say Americans because I'm American too. So us Americans and hearing that all the time, you know what I right. mean? So I'm picking up the bad habits.
0: The, the American, Americanized Japanese. Yeah. Or, karate japanese as some people like to say yeah. even karate itself karate not karate yeah. is americanized oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can't so you can't go around saying karate without people kind of looking at you well it
1: sounds kind of funny because the r's and stuff and i think when a a a person that doesn't it, it's almost like they're it, it almost sounds like they're trying to be something that they're not when they say karate right. you know because it doesn't sound right you know they're trying to do like you did it perfectly. How do you say you when, you know, when you're mocked in some way?
0: Yeah, and that, and that's that's where I think it's you know so karate's fine. Yeah.
1: So if karate you're comfortable with, stay with karate. Right. You don't have to say karate. Right.
0: Um,
1: you know that's fine. <laughs>
0: well, but it's like you know you have someone's culture like where your culture where you come from and you come over here and then people like use that use a pro. The proper pronunciation to mock what you're doing yeah and i think that's it's it's strange because you have the same people who are also doing karate doing that so it's a it's a weird we want to do this thing but also want to mock it at the same time yeah and that that's where i feel it's like maybe you need to reconsider how you view this culture if you're going to participate in this activity
1: yeah that's strange too when you you mentioned mocking i and, and and that's a big, you know, what you were saying, what's a comparison between uh, karate in Okinawa and over here in the United States. is, And that was one thing, too, about the mocking. Uh, you don't see that over there. Mm. Um, over here, I, I saw that a lot, you know what I mean? Uh, it, and, and that's kind of strange to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel about, you know, being the, like a son? So you did you do a lot of training in your dad's dojo when you came over here? Or were you... Was there somewhere else where you were training, or was it always like in the house with your dad? We're here, or over yeah. in Okinawa. Over, over here.
1: Over here, my father always had a dojo. Right. So it was always, uh, yeah, it was always here. Um,
0: How about in Okinawa?
1: Okinawa, oh my gosh! So we, it's, it's depending I, on what dojo we went to, so I, yeah. you know, I mean, it was either with Nagazato Sensei when I was younger. Um, Wow, I mean, there's so many, uh, Nagazato, you got Kina, um, Kanei sensei you got Kisei, you got Toma-sensei, I mean sensei I mean, I was just surrounded by that, you know what I mean, it was just, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't, and I'm trying to paint this picture, it wasn't uncommon, like, when I was a kid, I remember Soken-sensei, mm being at my house, you know, dropping by, talking to my mom, sitting down talking, you know, stuff like that. To me, I was just, I didn't realize who he was until later on in life, obviously. To me, it was just like an old man and, and another Okinawan old man that I thought I was related to. You know, I just i thought it was just another um, uncle or something like that, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so the dojos that I grew up doing, it was their dojos, you know, we did, we, we, we went to their dojos. You know, my father didn't have a, a dojo in Okinawa. Right. I don't think he did. Maybe he did. I don't know. But so or maybe he taught like on the base. Maybe. Yeah. I So I'm,
0: I'm going to find out from him maybe in a in a week or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna we're gonna, hopefully if it, scheduling works out. But um, was it going to those different dojos and working with those different teachers? Um, was there any sense of like we go to this teacher you do this style and go to this teacher you do this style you go to this teacher you do this style or was it more just you're going over here you're doing what they're doing nagazato
1: was strict i remember as a kid you did definitely did what he did um and i imagine they were all like that right. i just did what they did so i grew up in the goju do system the shodin do system um I, I grew up in all these systems you know what i mean i i I, I, I guess I'm fortunate to see that, you know, I mean, I understand gold, you do I understand Shodendu, I understand, um, you know, Jew is my, like I said, is my grandmother's cousin, um, so I was exposed to all that, you know what I mean, I understand all that
0: kind of stuff, you know. I'm just make chicks.
1: Yeah, but um, you don't go, if you're asking me, if you go to, you would never go into another school and start doing, you know, say if you go to Nagazato sensei's school and you start doing goju-kata, gold, gold, you, do you don't do that stuff, you know what I right. mean, it's it's not like that.
0: And But there's, there's never anybody who was like, well, you don't go over to these other schools, you only train here. Oh, yeah, there
1: was like that, that's like that, but in my case, now again, I think because who my family was and stuff like that, I was able to be exposed to all that kind of stuff.
0: You know what I mean? So that kind of allowed you to, allowed you to walk in other schools without them giving you much trouble? or
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so. And again, it, uh, I was a kid. Right. So if it was being said, it, it's not being said to me. You know right. what I mean? I'm, I'm just a kid in the corner doing... You know, front stance up and back, zenkutsu dachi, back and forth for the for the next two hours. You know what I mean? It was right. it wasn't like it wasn't like you know. I was exposed to what they were saying.
0: Was it was your dad involved with some of that, or was there stuff that me may, he maybe was kept kept out of, or would he always go with those dojos with you, or? What do you mean? Was so was he, your dad's training like so? For example, when you go to Nagasato Sensei. Would he go with you? Or was he training with somebody else? No, no, no.
1: So I always went with my father.
0: Right. Or
1: my grandmother. So my grandmother actually um, played a... If I remember, my grandmother played a big role. My grandfather was always working. Uh, My grandmother um, would always come... and, And I was a translator between my grandmother and my father.
0: Right.
1: So my grandmother had a big influence, so we would go to a lot of different dojos and ask if my father could come and train and stuff like that. Then I would have to translate it back to my father and stuff like that. Yeah, you weren't just walking at... I don't think a military person was just walking up to any do- dojo and just knocking on the door and just see if they could join. Right. I mean, not the dojos that we went to, you know right. what I mean? They
0: weren't just the like, Air Force-based dojos. Yeah. Like- so, I mean, you
1: knew, I, 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 from my feeling, I think there were schools, there, there were some dojos that were military friendly. Right. Um, and I think Kisei was one of them and stuff like that. Uh, but there's schools that I remember, I, you know, I was with my grandmother and I had to tell my father, they're not going to let you in here. You know what I mean? And. And a little kid telling their father, hey, listen, they're not going to let you in here. It, it's kind of, you know, you feel uncomfortable. Right. You know what I mean? So you, so we, you know, my grandmother had doors slammed be, you know, because of my father being American.
0: Right. Did, did that cause any, did you feel that ever caused any, I mean, even looking back on it, it, caused any problems there? Or was it more, were the, was there a feeling of acceptance about that at that time? Um, or was there still some, maybe, animosity? Oh my
1: gosh, big animosity. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
0: I mean, I can, I can imagine. Was was there... Do you ever feel there was a point where there was the eventual kind of acceptance of, the, of that fact to that? Or was it just kind of up until maybe the end with some, with some of your relatives, they still were like... Well,
1: my grandfather's a big, big like... I know... Now, this is... I mean... When my aunt, when my mother married my father, I guess it was very tough on my grandfather. And I remember as a kid, when my aunt started marrying my uncle Ron, right? Oh my God, I thought my grandfather was going to kill somebody. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? It was, it, it was a bad scene. It was bad, you know. Right. So.
0: Because uh, you have to, you you your your mother and now and your aunt have both both married. Yeah. So which is so, int- it's just. Very interesting. Super interesting. Yeah. And
1: um, yeah. So that I mean, my grandfather was real old school. You know, I mean, matter of fact, he was so old school. I don't even think he went to Japan until he. I don't think he went to Japan until in, in, in the late eight until the like the late eighties nineties. I mean, he would refuse to even go to Japan. He was so proud of being in Okinawa and stuff like that, and everything had to be Okinawa and that. It, it, it took a while for him to even go to Japan.
0: Okay. Yeah, and at yeah. that time it was like huge. They had huge problems up there with like between the two generations yeah. of like after pro- post war and then never having known that. Oh yeah. So like that's why I think it, that's why I think that even then he probably might have had a massively really difficult time. Yeah. We kind of maybe reland back into karate. <laughs> 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 no, because this all goes back to yeah, it, yeah. You know? like because it's. Very few people, I think, can really say that karate has always been in the family, in, in at least in the way that you that you've had it, mm-hmm. um, and then can also explain it to an English speaking world in a way that you can, that that I think you've experienced um, in such a dramatic I don't say in a dramatic way, but it's it's been definitely part and parcel to most of your life. Oh yeah,
1: so, like I said, my mother, my mother started dancing. At, I I think she'll be able to tell you probably like four years old doing the odori, which is the mix, which. You know, they say there's hidden meanings in the odori dance with the martial right. arts. So she's been, you know, that was taught to her at a very very young age. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's part of the whole lifestyle of my family.
0: So when you can't guys come over here, I know your dad had your dad always still had those strong connections with Okinawa. But I know. But then you guys met Oyata Sensei.
1: Um, oh no no no! That ain't how it happened. So, Ooh. okay. So we were with Khan. Well, my father was with Khan, with Thomas Sensei when we were in Okinawa. So right. when we came to this country, he was still at that time. It wasn't Khan. It was Multibiu. So we were with Thomas Sensei under the Multibiu system. We still had the same patch of Sensei Ohara and Sensei, yeah, with the, um, and then and and then I'm trying to think back, so, and I probably a couple years after we got here, that's when the Motobidou, we, I think Thomas Sensei had a break off with the Motobidou, so I remember going from that patch to the Sadokan patch. Right. So, so we stayed with that a little bit, but it got a little bit difficult because of the distance, right. of Okinawa and stuff like that. So, my father knew that Oyata Sensei was here. That's good friends with toma Sensei. So that's
0: how that transition went over. And was that like a, was that like a friendly transition or was oh absolutely then... okay
1: yeah Oyata Sensei and Thomas Sensei really really good friends, um, oh yeah, no issues that I remember. Okay. It's just diff- a whole different concept. You
0: well, know how, I mean? how was meeting him for the first time? Oh, yeah, that's it? Hmm.
1: Um, tell you the truth, a little freaking strange. I mean, I've never seen an Okinawan guy wearing a belt buckle before. I mean, he had belt buckles and I think cowboy boots. <laughs> to me, I thought that was strange, you know what I mean? I thought it was like a, um, a, a, a an Okinawan cowboy, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he it was an interesting decision that he decided to stay in the Midwest. Yeah, as opposed to I
1: never else. understood that at all. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was—it was weird visually seeing him, but after talking to him, I felt I was back at home again. You know what I mean? Um, and and you know, just felt very comfortable.
0: Okay. Did you th- did you feel like of everyone? you you met over here who was doing okinawan karate did you f- did you feel he was all very different or did you think he was just doing more of the same just maybe on a different spin or maybe on a different level
1: no i mean i knew right away he was different um and again the experience that i grew up in okinawa right um the karate that i was used to was very very basic and repetition repetitious yeah repetitious um you know no questions asked if you had to do like i said punchings uh, you know uh you know single punch in a shikodachi stance for most of the class yeah that's what you did there was no kids class you know what i mean so that's so very big so when i finally came to the united states and then and then meeting Oyata sensei um, and then prior to that, uh, no, so we did some kumite. So over there in Okinawa, so the kumite that I was exposed to and stuff like that, so we did a lot of basics, and the kumite that I was exposed to was bogu kumite.
0: Right. Um, so that had always been the standard that everyone was doing, or was that more well, no, specialized? When in Okinawa? Yeah, in bogu Oh,
1: no. Yeah, I mean, the people that I was around with was always bogu kumite. Right. I never really saw sport fighting. Well... You know, I think I did see sport fighting, or or the form of sport fighting, on the military base, right? With with the GIs doing it, never was exposed to it. I, I never tried that. Um, and then, really, the first time I, I guess I really experienced it when I was when, when we came to the United States is the sport fighting. Uh, up up to then, it was always bokutsumi day. Right. So, um, yeah. So when Oyete Sensei came and we were introduced and, and met him like that. I could tell, I mean, he, yeah, he was just different. I mean, he hurt you. He showed a lot of different techniques and stuff like that. And again, when I was over there, they're not teaching me any techniques. Right. You know what I mean? They're not They're not hurting me. I'm over here now, a little bit older in high school. So I guess oh, I have to look at me and says, okay, you know, he, he, he could take a beating and, and so, you know what I mean? It was like yeah. that kind of stuff. When,
0: going on from that, kind of going onward till his death, did you feel like, because I've heard this at seminars before with you, where it's like, people are like, well, he's Okinawan, so obviously he learned different, but or something like that. And how do you think he, maybe Oyata-sensei or Doma sensei or anybody else who was Okinawan coming over here maybe interacted with you any differently than, say, a random American guy who had no connection to that?
1: I, I don't think it was... I don't think treating me differently might be the right word. I just understood understood what he was saying. So it, it may you know what maybe I am being naive a little bit. Maybe I was treated a little bit different, but the language barrier I think with American people right. Um um you know it, it, there's a big language barrier, you know what I mean? And right. then um so I think that's the biggest difference and then maybe Oyata sensei pulling me off to the side and speaking to me in Japanese or stuff like this, they might see, oh, he's teaching him a little bit different. Right. I, I don't think that was the case. It was just the explanation. Yeah. And the biggest thing as I saw the what the translation of what they think that Oyata Sensei is trying to say wasn't matching up with what they're doing. Yeah. So, you know, left me a little bit confused it's not my place to fix anybody. You know, right. I'm, I'm a young guy, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it's, it's, if Oyata Sensei says it's fine and this and that, you know, I let it go, you know what I mean? I mean, it, I, I wouldn't dare to question that, you know. But what I did know is what, what he explained to me in Japanese it was different from what they were getting at.
0: Do you think it was just maybe something lost in translation? Like, he was saying, do this thing, and then somebody was interpreting it that way, and that would then... That group of people went off and did it that way, but didn't really get the idea 100%. And maybe, and because I see that with that group, where it's like, you get these people who, a couple different people get one idea, and a couple different people got another idea. And the the man was a, a man of ideas more than anything else, right? But I I feel like there was a lot of people who maybe kind of, because look at those old videos, I see them a lot. A lot of people nodding, but not a lot of people. The wheels aren't you can see the wheels aren't turning in their brains the same way that maybe yours yours was yeah
1: so what I remember the the biggest thing is and he always said this and um, he always said this but for some reason it wasn't registering people's brain but if you ask people that been around Oyata Sensei for a long time they will agree that Oyata Sensei always says watch my feet first watch my feet first and again you ask any of the older um, students students oyata they will agree with, they have to agree with that the disconnect is as soon as he starts doing technique people i mean i my eyes are glued to the to oyata sensei's feet because he's telling me in japanese ashimita you know look at my feet in stance and stuff like this and everybody else is watching their his hand striking and this and this and that's one thing I the biggest thing I noticed and I think that's where things started getting lost because
0: they weren't worried
1: about his feet anymore they're seeing him striking the arms and, and and going right to them that they were just you know excited about that right now if if, if you're twisting your body and trying to strike people, you know, and you're twitching your butt, it's not working, you know what I mean? Because right. if you're not worried about what your lower body's doing, and you're trying to do, trying to mimic what he did with his hand, it there's that disconnect, I think it grew from there.
0: And his feet were subtle, they weren't, he, he never made, he never looked like he made huge motions with them, it looked like he was, he was, he was, he was, he was doing shifting, but he wasn't doing massive... No, no, distance. see,
1: that's where the difference, yeah. that's where the, that's a, dis, that's... Now he's doing a lot with his feet so right. understanding keeping your f- feet quiet open up your feet weight on the balls weight on the heels the weight um the angles he was using. there was a lot of things going on that he would explain to me
0: right
1: um to me more so than the hands you know what i mean
0: right
1: if you put it, it if you know how to move your feet and your hip and, and, and obviously your hips and everything work together and stuff like that, that hand that hey is gonna be she's in natural. It's just gonna naturally hit and strike like that. Um so I disagree with you with that. He to me, when I see these videos and and watching him and you know in person, that's what I remember. You know, he was explaining calm feet. Right. You know not gripping all the time. Where there was another mistake. He, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, get a dutch and 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 you want to grab the floor and this and that. You don't want that tension because you're not going to be able to move. Your body's tense from the ground up. You know what I mean? Um, he always told me keep a quiet foot.
0: Right. You know that's I mean? int- that's very interesting because I mean it doesn't look like he's making it doesn't make it looks like his feet are moving but it doesn't. He's not like going. Big step, big step, big no. step. With any with any movement, he's kind of letting
1: it.
0: He knows where to put the feet, but he doesn't know how. Yeah, to. but
1: then that this goes back to my my mom's thinking too. In right. Odori dancing, they're taught to walk a certain way: toe heel, toe heel. Right. To move, right. You're not taught like that in karate. Nope. I don't know any school that teaches toe heel, toe heel, toe heel like this way that the Okinawan you the Odori does. That's very important. You know, that's that's very important to incorporate that in karate,
0: you know. Now, do you think from then people should be less investing in makiwara and more investing in dance lessons? No, or,
1: no. I mean, I think like, you should do it. I mean, I, listen, makiwara, uh, no, that, the makiwara training is good. You know what right. I mean? I mean, I know people, some people are hardcore about it. Some people aren't. I mean... I think it's equally important, right? You know what I mean.
0: But there's definitely, you definitely see a lot of people saying makiwara, but, but people say old They say that's well, nice. Look at that at a festival. Yeah, because
1: that investment's a long, lot of hours. Yeah. In, that, in the in the in the um, in the makiwara training, the board, you know, the the hitting the board is, you know, you could go spend fifteen minutes. as fast. You know what I mean. Yeah. It, it's something that's easy and quick and stuff like that. But,
0: yeah, and you have to have someone who not, like karate kata. A lot of people know that. You know, Old Dory, not so many people have that access to that. No, and that's where
1: I kind of, I feel like I'm lucky I stand out a little bit because I get, I'm um, part of that world too, you know, indirectly.
0: So how do you think that, um, I guess from the experiences here in Okinawa um, and kind of moving forward in the future, where do you think, um, like, where I should go then, especially with, A lot of that generation from Aoiata-sensei's generation is more is maybe only has 10, 20 more years before they're all gone.
1: Well, I think the biggest thing I think that, and listen, you have no control where it's going. Right. Um, What I would like to see people start recognizing a little bit more, and this was... And, and, and you're and you're and you're right. You're losing this because the older generations are, are dying off and this and that. And I don't think it's being taught as much or it's overlooked. Is karate is meant for making your body healthy? And the way that people are doing karate now, they're damaging their body, right? They're causing knee problems. They're causing hip problems they're causing which
0: you just recovered from
1: yeah and I'm included because I was one of those knuckleheads that you know didn't listen to my body you know um I was taught the proper way I didn't apply it the proper way right um so going back to it I I I, you know um you know kate is meant for longevity and and, and so, you know, doing it just, you know what I mean, to make your body strong and healthy, making the proper body mechanics, I guess. Right. Making sure that you're throwing a Maia front snap kick, your front foot should be open a little bit to take the pressure off the front knee to allow your hips to move natural, Shizen, because everything should be natural, Shizen, right? It shouldn't be going against things. Like, you shouldn't be throwing a front kick and causing a lot of twisting on that front knee. And again, you're going to have knee problems and stuff like that. So I, I, I that's the only place that i like to see kind of, think go. It's more making the body healthier, right? It
0: doesn't know. matter what style it is. Does Doesn't
1: really matter? No, yeah. It has nothing to do with style. Body right. mechanics is not prejudice to one style. Body mechanics is body mechanics. It's right or wrong. Right. You know what I mean? If you're doing it wrong, your body's going to feel it and, 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 and hear it, you know, but you got to educate yourself, you know, just. Don't do it. You have to have a good teacher. You know what I mean. And if yeah. you feel like you're doing something wrong, question it. If he doesn't know it, then question somebody else.
0: Yeah. And do you think? Do you think that spiritually too? But that's right. a whole
1: different thing. <laughs> right. For me, karate kind of spiritual too. Right. right? Um, do you think and, that? And and that's a big difference too with the American American people are very. Um, that makes them uncomfortable. I grew up in a. And Eastern philosophy, Buddha, you know, you know, Buddha, like Buddha was natural to me, right? right. Buddha, and, and, and and ancestor worshiping—it's not ancestor worshiping; it's ancestors respecting. Right. We shouldn't say worship. We only worship one God. But uh, spiritually, there's nothing, you know. To me, there should be a connection there too—not just physical, physical, like hurting people, but a spiritual thing too.
0: Right.
1: Um, do you think? Do you think? But that makes a lot of people uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, and they. I mean, it's definitely there. I don't think there's any anything in karate that externally says karate is Zen Buddhism or something like that. But there's there's definitely a connection there because you're moving your body, you're, you're building determination, you're building mental force as well as as physical force. But and but you need something in the center there to balance both of that. Do you think that? What do you mean there's
1: nothing there that
0: like kind of like you're building your mind and you're building your body but of course spirit's kind of that third key with you know all human beings not to get like super metaphysical where did we go <laughs> um, but like yeah that some some schools will teach meditation and stuff like that or some teach, schools will teach kind of to to be at peace and some Americans think that's hokey and some places don't think that's
1: But see all dojos that I was exposed to in Okinawa right. growing up, we always meditated. Beginning and meditate. it was, the spiritual was always there. We, we we you know, we we bowed to um anyway, every dojo there had a um or what do you guys call it? Um you know, what you, you, you guys have it in the front of the room with the pictures The that, show Mac? The show yeah. But what do you guys call that?
0: There's no good English word for. it. Okay, well, anyways,
1: but see, but that, but you're paying respect and stuff like that. That's a spiritual thing. That's in Okinawan. That's that's their beliefs. You know, just paying. You know, right. muscle, You know, when you're meditating, that you know, uh, the right hand inside the left. Hand, you know, that whole thing is, you know, that's a that's all ties into that. You know what I mean? So to me, that's natural, and it should be. Right. But people feel uncomfortable about
0: that. Do you think? That- was it very, in any way detailed? In any way. Because wait Because then it does right. become
1: just strictly violence. Then right. then karate doesn't. American schools look at karate as very violent. Uh, you know, over there it's a little bit different. You know, it yeah. might look violent, but it's then it doesn't become violent. You know what I mean?
0: But then, was Mokso or anything like that ever explained Were the details of that ever? Explained in class, or is it just it's something we do? It's something we do, and it's, no, like, it's by repetition, it becomes that.
1: No, you, yeah, nothing's explained because you grew up in that culture. Right. You know what I mean? It's like a- asking, I don't know when when you guys went to grade school here was um, didn't you guys stand up and do the pledge of allegiance or something like that?
0: like see, it was, I believe students still do that. Okay,
1: but was that explained as a kid? You just did it, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's the exact same way over there. It's it's just. It wasn't explained, it's just, you know, we did it at, you did it at home. Right. You did it, at the, it was just natural, you know.
0: Cool. Do you think there's anything, you any real good recommendation, re- recommendations you can give Karateka now, who are maybe in a point of, like, struggling, like you said, where, like, they their bodies aren't, aren't, aren't feeling right, or maybe they don't know where really to go with their martial arts, um, and kind of, you know, what's kind of the best... At the best school or anything like that but more kind of the best personal paths to take with it. The only
1: thing I could talk to is about the Okinawan karate, right? right. Shotokan, I don't know. Right. I don't know Japanese. I don't know Korean. Right. right. But Okinawan karate, if you're going to study Okinawan karate, you should not be so naive and think that one way the system, shōren do, goju do, stuff like this. The nahate, tomari te, they, you should be not that you should ch- study each system, right, but be aware of it. Right. Don't be so narrow-minded, you know what I mean? Because I know even in our system, in Oyata system, they don't do Shigodachi.
0: Right.
1: Shigodachi is very, very important in Okinawan karate, you know. Um, it, it, so if you don't understand Shigodachi, how are you going to really understand? Now, this is Oeta-sensei always telling me this, too, you know what I mean? You have to be you, you. You have to understand to full. You know to fully understand, you got to understand everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's where I guess I keep going back. That's where I guess my development underneath the Goju Ryu system showed, and that just was naturally there.
0: Right.
1: You know what I mean. So um, I was lucky, but you know I understand all the stances, the stuff. You know, this stuff like that. Okay. San-chin... You know, all that kind of stuff, you know, it's, it's.
0: So to always try to keep a wide perspective of.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And understanding what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because some of the stances could hurt you. Dutch, you know, for the longest time, I used to see people in a dutch position, right? Trying to squat. And they're putting so much pressure on their outside, their joints, their, their ankles and this and that. Because your feet are pointing straight like this way, but you're trying to squat. Yeah. I mean that's pretty tough on your ankle, especially if you're older. You're
0: not getting stronger. You're, getting you're not bigger. getting
1: stronger if you're older. If you're starting the martial arts at an older age, your your joints, it's it's you're putting trauma to that outside of your ankles. You know what I mean? Shikodachi natural motion squatting down is a more of a natural can relieve that kind of stuff. Get the same effect, right? But so you got to be smart. That's what I mean by going back to. Uh, Making longevity, making your body healthy, and right. this and that. You don't want to break down your body and destroy it. It's stupid. You
0: know? Right. Go, go for the long road. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, thanks for sitting down and talking with me. No
1: problem.
0: Hope maybe sometime we get to do this again.
1: Yeah. I hope uh, I didn't confuse you or got off topic or anything. <laughs> no,
0: like no, that. no. Believe you me, we're le- this is probably more on topic than we okay. are most of the time. All right, folks.